listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. And belly on up to the nine foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. This is my basement, and you are listening to the EP podcast. 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb for Evergreen Park and the surrounding area. And it is all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They are dedicated to supporting this area with great banking tools and friendly service. They are a true community bank that provides this neighborhood with customized financial solutions like total access checking and account with free ATMs nationwide. Plus, when you open up a total access checking account today, you get a $300 bonus. Open online at bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP. $100 required to open requirements to qualify. Must use link to apply. Member FDIC. This has been kind of a crazy week for me. And uh, normally I don't pull back the curtain on all the stuff going on behind the scenes, but uh, I just kind of have to explain. There's a reason there wasn't a show on Friday. There's a reason there won't be a show this coming Friday. And we've dropped back to just one show a week on Monday. Uh, everything will get back to normal next week. But I'll start with this quick story, and then we're going to get to our guest. i got a great guest down here. Reed Nuttall is down here. There is this really cool thing that he is a part of. Uh, it's a village-wide thing to try to find new and interesting businesses and bring them into Evergreen Park. Plus, he's opening up a brand new spot in the heart of Evergreen Park that I think a lot of people are going to think is going to be very, very cool. It's a business that we do not have here. It's going to be something new. Uh, I think it's coming summer or fall. We'll get into it with him. He's going to sit down with me, and we're going to talk about it. But before we do that, just kind of want to go back a couple of weeks ago. Some of you bumped into me on Parade Day, Southside Irish Parade Day. I was out at Cork and Cary. Uh, I also stopped in with our good friend John Brand at Open Outcry. I had a group with me, my wife, my kids, and then my friend, really close friend of mine, who I went to college with, Rob, he, he comes in and he, he decided to take some of his vacation time for some reason. He, he just wanted to show his son Chicago. His kid, Caden, 17 years old, had never been to the South Side, uh, never seen the South Side Irish Parade. He, he wanted to show it off. When I asked him, I'm like, why, why are you coming out here when you got spring break? Like, what, why would this be interesting to anyone? He's like, I, I want him to see this. I want him to see this place. I want him to, to experience what this area is like. He's not from here originally. Rob is from out in Littleton, Colorado. Uh, and I met him down at the University of Illinois almost 30 years ago. We've been close friends. Uh, I mean, there's a picture with him and, and our close-knit group. There's five guys from all different parts of the country and, you know, we've been in each other's weddings and our kids all call, you know, the guys in it, uncle this, uncle that, like Caden called me uncle Chris the entire time that he was up here for the weekend. So he's like, I want to come in. I want to, I want to show him what it's like. I want to do the Southside Irish parade. So if you saw this big giant man and, uh, and then his son, who's 17, also big giant guy, uh, standing next to me in Cork or at open outcry or anywhere you bumped into me that weekend on parade weekend, that's, that's who I'm talking about. So they came in, they had their first deep dish. Uh, we spent the entire weekend uh, together. We had a great time. The kids, I got my two older kids are about the same age as his kid and you know, had a wonderful time. And on Tuesday, 
we got terrible news. I mean, only two weeks after they had gone back to Wichita, Kansas, where he lives now with his family. Unfortunately, uh, the young man, Caden, the 17-year-old, lost control of his vehicle on the way to school and tragically had a head-on collision with a semi-truck and perished in the accident. And this has been a difficult last couple of days. One, because I spent like a good four days with this kid. And secondly, even though we weren't a blood relation, he called me Uncle Chris. I, you know, I sat down, had a couple of long conversations with him from time to time. I've known him his entire life and he kind of rocked the house here a little bit. You know, my daughter is about the same age uh, as him. Yeah, she's 16, he's 17. They were both into the same things, anime and all these weird things that kids do like Comic-Con and, you know, they're both artistic kids. They both like to do plays and stuff like that. So that, you know, through the years that, you know, they've kind of, whenever they've had an opportunity to talk to each other, there was a connection there. My son, Dominic, and he had kind of friended each other online and would play video games with each other. And my little guy, Nick, spent all the Southside Irish parade sitting on this kid's shoulders. And they came home from school and I had to tell them that uh, the kid that, you know, that is, you know, part of our extended family was uh, was no longer with us. And and it, it kind of set me back this week. I did not book the amount of guests I would normally book. I did not do the amount of work I normally would have done. Um, I was already dealing with a head cold and didn't take very good care of myself as a result of being upset and woke up and didn't have a voice for about two days. And so, you know, I'm sitting down and doing the EP podcast. Like I said, we got a great guest today. And, and then I, I got to go out and I got to go help my buddy. You know, um, uh, he would be here for me if something that bad happened and I got to go be there for him. And my wife is being great about it, basically saying, you go, you, you go be there for them. And I got the house and I got the kids and I got it all on lockdown and she's great. And it's something I got to go and do. So this will be the only show this week. I'm going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, I am doing a lot of work in the early part of the week before I had have to head off uh, for everything that's going on out there. And uh, there will be a full show coming up on Monday. But, yeah, you know, I think I think the one thing I have to say about this and I, you know, I got a bunch of different shows and I decided if I was going to talk about it, I was going to talk about it on the EP podcast. You know, we, we sit around and we we have people on to talk about traffic safety in Evergreen Park. And, you know, we were just talking with Sarah Klein a couple of uh, shows ago. Uh, maybe that was even last show about, you know, getting people to slow down and, and watching out. And, you know, new young drivers that are on the road. And we had the mayor in here talking about it as well. And you can pay lip service to that kind of thing. But then you you hear about a young person who, who dies tragically uh, in a vehicle. And you have to remember that it is important now that we're all back out on the road and we're all doing things that maybe we've forgotten a little bit about what it's like to travel with an awful lot of cars around us. And maybe kids, you know, walking across intersections and, and, and all that stuff. And, and it just kind of... It, it, it struck me as something that I think I kind of wanted to pass along on this show because we've been talking a lot about, you know, watching out for each other and uh, driving safely and uh, and paying attention to what's going on around us and and, and understanding that uh, just any little mistake could change things so drastically, so quickly. And I know that I've had uh, my two older kids give me a hard time the last couple of days because every time they try to walk out of the house, I hug them just a little bit longer than I probably should. And they kind of laugh and they know why. Um, but, you know, enjoy those hugs when your kids go out. Give them, give them a big one. And don't forget to tell me that, uh, that you love them. And look out for each other. Reed Nuttall sits down with me next right here on the EP Podcast. 
3P Podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop, located at 3837 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Quitting smoking is hard. Cool Clouds wants to offer you an alternative. Learn more at coolcloudsvapor.com. Weather forecast this week in Evergreen Park, pretty much rain for most of the week. Like Monday, no rain, but about Tuesday night, rain's coming. Then it's going to rain and rain and rain some more, and maybe even some snow at the back end of the week. Brutal. Maybe it's best that the White Sox don't have their home opener until next week. Let me see. Oh no, it's going to be raining that day too. This coming Saturday, the 9th of April, from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. at Yukich Field, 89th in Kedzie, there is a textile recycling event. Volunteers will be available to help unload any items you have from your vehicle, and it's all brought to you by the Environmental Recycling Commission. We're talking clothes, footwear, children's clothing, like somehow that's different from clothes, accessories, linens, and more. If it's a textile, they'll take it. The Evergreen Park driving range is open. Golfers get out there and start hitting some balls. 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. The clubhouse is not yet staffed. That's coming in a couple of weeks. So until then, use the credit card vending service to rent a bucket of balls. On Tuesday, April 19th from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Community Center at 3450 West 97th Street, a grandparents and grandkids ice cream social. I don't see any specific requirements here, but I'm assuming you would have to have a grandparent, a grandkid, and not be allergic to ice cream. Otherwise, you're good. Refreshments, games, entertainment, more information, 708-422-8776. There is a teen poetry workshop the very next day on Wednesday, April the 20th at 6 p.m. at the Youth Department. Same location in that building. Nancy Duffy is handling that. It is described as a super chill, judgment-free space to create. On Thursday, April 21st, the Evergreen Park Senior Council is bringing you a spaghetti luncheon. It's a $10 cost. It happens at 11 a.m. over at the Community Center. Entertainment is going to be Sing Along with Mitch. Mitch is not singing. Somebody else is going to sing his songs. Tickets can be purchased for $10 at the Community Center. Has to be purchased by Monday the 18th of April. Information 708-422-8776. And this Friday the 8th, 5 p.m. until 6 at the EP Recreation Department Community Center location for kids 5 through 12 at $20 a kid. Learn how to do magic. That's right. Send your kid over there, spend $20, and then spend the next couple of months having them walk up to you at random occasions and ask you to pick a card, any card. Sitting down here with me right now, Reed Nuttall is here. Reed is one half of the brain trust behind Cool Clouds. We talked to him before. He and his wife, Bridget, uh, have been on the show. They've got all kinds of cool stuff they do in Evergreen Park as well. They they also uh, run a Facebook page for bikers to get together. If you want to ride your bike with complete strangers and make new friends, they have that as well. We've had him on for that. And he's doing something now with economic development here in Evergreen Park. And I wanted to have him on to explain it. How are you, bud? Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me down. If I'm a little off, I'm just giving everybody like a heads up. It's been a strange week. But Reed is, is nice enough to sit down. I appreciate that, my friend. And I'm really here. Yeah, right you are. now. You're so really you here. invited one of your stranger friends over for yeah. one of your stranger episodes. Well, that was episodes. the thing. Like, I don't think I would have let anybody else in my basement today. But like, you were like, you're like, hey, I got this thing, and I'm like, you know what? Come over today because I was like, I knew 
you'd show up with a bottle of wine. Of course you did. I did. You, you, you showed up. You're like, you're not just coming in an interview. You're coming in to hang. Yes. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know, it's the point. You got to make sure you enjoy your days that you have. Right, so. right. And my, my wife brought down the good stuff yes. uh, today. Like you were laughing. Like she comes walking down. She's got this really nice bottle that I, she's like, what do you want? I'm going to go to Benny's and get you something. And I was like, uh, I'll take a Michter's Sour Mash, which is a solid bourbon whiskey. And I was just out there with this buddy of mine, and it was our favorite one that we had when we were tasting everything. And I was like, if I'm going to have something today, we're going to the bourbon. So I got the one rock, and I'm ready to talk with you. So you are doing something with the village that you gave me a heads up on, I want to say, a month or so ago. Maybe it was longer. The, the village is trying to find a way to bring in different businesses, get like an idea of what people like are looking for in Evergreen Park. Is that, is, am I, am I saying this right? Like what kind of businesses would you like to see come to the EP? Yeah. Well, so first um, I, I volunteered for the economic development advisory group. So it's Ooh, a bunch how of, how many people are in this group? Uh, 16 to 20, something like All that. All business so, people in Evergreen uh, Park. Kind of a diverse mix. So there's some educators there's some bankers there's some entrepreneurs like myself a little bit of everything. Okay. It's a really diverse group. It was. It's a very nice kind of setup to make sure that we get a good breadth of ideas on what we're doing. Um, and then I volunteered for that. And then we kind of got broken into some subgroups that are working on different pros- like different areas. So right. like one group is working on like ideas on how we can make uh, things like look better. So we have a little bit more distinctive uh, business corridors and like the group I'm working on is working on uh, recruitment and retention and expansion of businesses. So it's a nice little group and everyone kind of fit into like what they're, what they, what they wanted to work on, which was really nice. Um, so what uh, the group I'm working on is doing the retention recruitment and uh, expansion of businesses. So what we're doing is we're actually running a survey for all the evergreen park residents so that we can actually hear what people in the village uh, want want the village to spend its limited resources to go recruit, especially if it's something larger. There's a lot of legwork that happens on the back end. Right. So I could, I could I could want another bar. I could want uh, an amusement park. Is that on the table? Can yeah, I ask for? You a, can want what you can ask for whatever. I you would want. like a giant roller coaster that runs down 95th Street and does a loop de loop over the intersection of 95th and Kedzie, like how the old tree used to hang there. During Christmas time, since I want something going across the intersection, that's what I want. Well, yeah, and we all want magical things too, <laughs> but you know, but if we, but if it's not in the list, we can't, we don't have anything to work off right, of. Right, and that right. was one of the big things that we noticed was that we always see people are always having ideas about new things that they wanted, you know, to see or to do. But actually getting it to where it can be like a useful metric really changes the game on how that you know can how you can actually accomplish some of these things. And so we, we figured that having the community's input and we want a diverse array of input. So like, don't forget to tell your 20 year old that's laying on the couch to do the survey too, because they're also an Evergreen Park well, resident. That's a, that's a good point because I remember the mayor before Kelly Burke, James Sexton, everybody remembers him. He was around for 20 years as the mayor and did another couple decades doing other things in the village. He used to always say at the end of speeches, especially towards the end, you know, tell your children to buy property. Like he, he wants the younger group. And I know Kelly's the same way. Like you want people to, you know, the younger generation that grew up here, this is still a nice place to live. It's your place. It's your hometown. What do you want it to become? And I think that that's amazing that they think about that because, you know, let's think about it. When I, when I did radio and we had to figure out like advertising, there were certain groups you targeted because they were the ones that had the dollars. 
And the 20-year-olds in the early 20s, I mean, they've got some income, but they're not doing as well as the 40-year-olds in a lot of ways. It depends. Sometimes they are because they don't have kids. But in a lot of ways, the people that are really doing a lot of business in Evergreen Park are probably older. You could just focus on them. But understanding that all age groups, all the way up to the senior citizens, they, they may all have something that they would like to see added to the village is a good thing. Well, and that was actually kind of the genesis of where we started the survey idea from as we were sitting, you know, our, our little group, we were all of about the same age, you know, 35 to 45, you right. know, like you have, you have, it's really easy to allow yourself to kind of fall into a silo and not realize what's going on around you. So we wanted to make sure there was an opportunity for people to like, we don't want to miss the glaringly open thing just because like I happen to not know about it or somebody else doesn't happen right. to know about it. So we figured this was a really good way to get people involved, you know, and the survey, what is, is it just a couple of questions? Is it open-ended? What would you like to see here? Uh, it's, oh, I can't remember the exact number. It's like 10-ish questions. Okay. I've yet to not finish it in under five minutes. So okay. we wanted it to be quick. I think I did, I did it in like 90 seconds one time. So it's all done on the phone. It's super easy. Um, a lot of it's multiple choice. And then we always have the other questions. So if you do have specific input, we want to hear about it. Um, and it is available through the, through the uh, Evergreens website. It's all over Facebook. And then they do have hard copies at the Village as well. I'm also going to put a link in the show notes. If you see the word survey when I'm describing it and click on that, uh, you'll be able to go through directly to the survey. If it doesn't work, the link definitely works at the eppodcast.com. Some podcast players, the links don't work. If it you doesn't know. work, yell at Chris. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening through, say, I don't, Apple Podcast doesn't always let the links go through. So like, you know, but Spotify sometimes does like it's weird. It's hit or miss with some of the services. But I know if you go to the eppodcast.com, they always work. So, you know, if you if you want to check out the link, it's it's there inside the show notes for this episode. All right. So you're going to get the survey. You're going to look at what people want. But how do you go out and get people? How do you go out and get businesses that people are describing? Like, I mean, that's the thing that's fascinating to me. You can ask people, what would you like to have in Evergreen Park? But then how do you attract the businesses that they're asking for? So that's actually what our group is figuring out. Right. Um, so by kind of reducing our scope to a few different areas, it really helps things out. So like if you're trying to open new restaurants or if, you know, there's clearly a need for new restaurants, you go to restaurant shows, you talk to restaurant people, you know, like every industry is going to kind of have an ecosystem. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an ecosystem around mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And you just need to know where to go. Right. Um, and, you know, like if you, you know, like we need a, let's say we need some, we decide that everyone decides we want a laundromat. You got to figure out the people that actually run laundromats because that's not a business that most mom and pops off the street are going to start fresh. So you go talk to people that own laundromats, ask them if they're opening new companies, but you really allow or new locations, but it really allows you to kind of hone in on the areas that you're looking for because every business model is going to have a different recruitment strategy. And like, we're still Evergreen Park. We're not that big. Like we can't recruit everybody. So we have to kind of focus our efforts a little bit. All right. So then what you do is you find out what people want. You go out and you try to find those places. You entice them to come in. The obvious question here is, are there, like, I would imagine the mayor's office is involved in this. I would imagine that the village is involved in this. And that's why you're volunteering to be a part of it. Do you get the impression that if there's a need for something and the mayor's office wants to bring it in, like, what do they do? They sit, they, is it possible they sit there and they say, we can do this for the business. We can help with this, with the business. We could take a little bit of the pressure off to get you to come to Evergreen Park, as opposed to going to someplace else, like nothing illegal, just something like, Hey, 
we can we can make sure this goes through because we want you. Do you I mean like I I don't know even know if you know that. I just I'm just curious. Yeah, so obviously I can't speak for the mayor's office. I'm just right. I'm, I'm just reading the guy that's I'm the not volunteer. Saying anything I know, shady, I know. anything like that. Um, I'm just saying like, hey, you yeah. come in here, we know that we can get this fast track because everything that you need approved in the building department, this, that, the other thing, since we want you here, we're going to take a quick look at it and figure out what the logistics would be instead of making it difficult on you, or this is how we do the process or whatever. So the description I always like to use is like, people have decisions to make. They can, at the fork on the road, they can either go down the road that has rainbows and unicorns jumping, right. or the dark, scary trees and the thunder and lightning. I like dark, scary trees. Yeah, Bring but like- away. You're, you're not investing hundreds of thousands no, of dollars into no, the dark, no. scary trees. I want, I want rainbows <laughs> and unicorns <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> so, so, bourbon. Know. I want bourbon there as well. And, and it also gives villages an idea of what, you know, like I, I feel that this gives the village an idea of what people actually want because you, you don't want to open businesses in a town that aren't going to be successful either, which, you know, so if you're going to a larger company, you can say, hey, we've done a survey. Look at all these people that want your service. Right. You know, so it, it's all about, you know, like Evergreen Park is a small community that I really like. I, this is my hometown now. Like, I really want to see this place thrive. So let's give us every advantage that we can. Because, you know, Oakland's just down the street and we want businesses to come to Evergreen. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Reed Nuttall is down here with us at the nine foot homemade Oak bar. Uh, He owns cool clouds, vapor shop. And if you're looking to try to quit smoking, you know, it's hard to do. And what you're looking for, whenever you hear cool clouds, you hear vapor shop, you're, you know, some people have negative connotations, but you know, because they hear vape shop and they think vaping, but what you're trying to do is get people off of cigarettes and get them into something else. And and you were just telling me earlier that the FDA says this is something that actually works, right? Uh, so we, we are starting to get uh, vapor products authorized by the FDA. They are saying they were the FDA was very slow to come on board with this. Obviously, right. they're going to be a relatively small C conservative organization on this. Um, so we are starting to get like FDA funded data that's showing the actual harm reduction we are starting to get the FDA approving products saying that they will help adult smokers quit smoking. Now, this is all you've been saying the it life. for years. I've been but saying it, takes it for forever. years. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, whenever you bring up a place, like immediately people are like, oh, vaping sounds bad, right? Like, vaping, scary. And yeah, you know what? If you don't smoke or vape, you don't want to take up vaping. Right? No. 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 That's like he doesn't want you to start vaping. Like he's not like, hey, you with the clean lungs who's never put something in their mouth that was smoking before, come into my vape shop and get a habit. Like he doesn't want that from you. No. And that's a major misconception in what we do. The overwhelming majority, I would say, in the high ninety percent of are people in their thirties, forties, and fifties that have been smoking cigarettes their entire life. Right. 
That's that's my demographic. This pulls them out of the cigarette thing and gets them into something that is not as bad as what cigarettes are. It's, it, it reduces the harm you do to your body. Yeah, because I, I, we all know it's really difficult for people to make habit changes like that. Like right. quitting smoking is notoriously insanely difficult. If we can just get people to switch over to a different device, essentially, like you're still smoking, you're just smoking something different. Right. And if we can take 90 plus percent of the harm out of that, like it, it's a no brainer. Right. Exactly. So you're also thinking about starting a new business. Now, I got to ask you, are you not, not, not just thinking about it? You got approval for it. You yeah, got it. You got to say it. we're way past. Yeah, you're way past it. that. You're in. The money's being sunk into it. There's going to be a new place opening up in Evergreen Park. You and your wife, who are you know, have been here in Evergreen Park, live here in Evergreen Park, do business here in Evergreen Park. You saw something you wanted to start. Did you do this before or after you saw the survey? That's what I want to ask you before you tell me what it is. I uh, we th- we've been doing this long before any survey came came about. We've been working on this. For Are about you worried that months. like it won't pop up in the survey? I'm like, pretty sure they they made me put the option on as the survey. I was. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. It was it was there. I didn't I didn't like make the survey, but like right. everyone put their stuff in while I was keeping my mouth shut during the meetings <laughs> and it was on everyone's list. So it made me feel good. And I thought everybody that we, wanted what you're making. I, I hope so. Okay. So tell us what it is. Uh, so we are actually going to be opening a spoken vine uh, wine bar and bottle shop at 95th and Kedzie That's sometime so cool. this spring. That's or so cool. Fall. Right now, every woman in Evergreen park just like made one of those girl noises. Like, yes. like there's going to be a wine bar, a nice one, a nice with wine bar. Big selection. Yeah. No gambling machines. Not a bunch of TVs. Small plate food. Nice, classy, great place to go out. Relax. Be an adult. Enjoy your enjoy your life. See, I like that stuff. I got to ask you this because I've been to a few of these before. Is everything like you're picking? Have you thought about are you picking things off the menu by the glass? Is it one of these ones I've seen before where you walk up and you actually just dispense the wine from the machines? Is it a combination? What are you thinking? So we will uh, initially and probably for a long time is we will be much more of a you will be picking off of a list. Um, One of the things with what I do now is I've kind of come to realize that you need to talk to people to figure out what they actually want. And if people are exploring new things, especially like wine, because most people aren't very sophisticated wine drinkers, like right. I, like even to this day, I still like to just go out and have some drinks and see what's going on. It, it helps when you're not just chasing things off of a list and somebody comes over and talks to you about it. So um, I'm kind of anti-robot when it comes to the, comes no, to the wine No, I dig world. that. You see, that's my thing. I like it when I can talk about what I'm having. Like, I'm a big craft beer drinker. You yes. know this. Now, I like wine. My, my wife digs it, and we've gone to wine bars before, and I know what I like, and I will have conversations with people about what I like. Like, I like Shiraz. Okay, I know that if I drink a Shiraz, I want it from the Barboza Valley in Australia, because when I was out there, all the Aussies were like, drink that. It's the best. And when I tried it, it was the best, right? I mean, yeah. like when I go, I've been to the Chianti region in Italy. So I like those and I like wines that come out of that region. And I could sit there and I could say, oh, is this a Montepulcino? Is this a, like, I know the region. So I love to ask the question because I have some knowledge of it, you know? And I like to learn a little bit about something that I'm having if I don't know anything about it. And the same goes for craft beer. So I would think that would be like, if you're asking me, I want to be able to talk to somebody when I'm drinking it. Like, what is this? Where did it come from? Why is this good? Is there something unique about it? Stuff like that. And, and those are all valid points. And the other nice thing that it happens is if you like a certain type of Chianti, 
You need somebody that can be like, hey, you may not think that you like Barbaros, but like this one's kind of in the same realm. It right. might be a good introduction to it. Or especially when it comes to food and wine pairings, like it, it's all over the place. And uh, a lot of my friends are Psalms and like they come out with these, you listen to them when they tell you things and you're like, that sounds crazy. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, pair this wine with this food. Right. And then you try it and it's amazing, but most people aren't going to come across that naturally or easily. Um, and we want to make sure that people have somewhere that can, they can come talk to somebody and just enjoy it. Where's it going to be at? Uh, we're going to be at 95th and Kedzie. 95th and Kedzie. Yeah. In the Oberweiss parking lot. Ne- are you next to the uh, the the one that the guy's like, what does he write on the side of his building? The EP is corrupt or something like that? that well, was- since EP is clearly not corrupt, <laughs> that, the, 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 those signs have all, all, all gone away. But, they, um, but they, they were up there, right? We're going to be, we're gonna be right next to him. We'll be at the, on 95th Street down at the So street. you're on 95th. You're near where the Oberweiss is, and that's yeah. where it's going to end up being. That's cool. I like it. I dig it. I, I'm excited about it. You can now go. Listen, folks, think about this. Ice cream night and wine night, and they're in the same spot. Like, I mean, you just became like the date location. It's not a hard thing to do. I, like, you you really picked out a good location for your new wine bar. <laughs> if you live in Evergreen Park, you're less than a mile walk. Right. You can walk up there, and or you can drive up there because there's parking up there. And I love this. And it's bike-themed. Ride your bike. I love Come this. Come out Sunday afternoon. Right. I, like, I like the fact that when I want to go up there, let's say I start the night bringing the wife up for ice cream. She goes, I want to go in the wine bar. Now I'm in the wine bar. Now I'm hungry. I can eat some small plate food. On the way out, when you kick me out because I stay too long, Jimmy John's might still be sitting there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you got a nice little spot right there. We got I can basically live on that corner at this point. <laughs> well, and there's a bank across the street so you can fund so it. So I can go take more money out <laughs> to spend it in your wine bar. All right. Well, you know what? I, I think it's a really cool idea. Before I let you go, why? Why did you pick that? Was it... You have a great interest in wine. Your wife has a great interest in wine. You you just saw a need and you were like, here being an Evergreen Park, being a business person, we don't have this anywhere near us and this would be great. So in a in a former life, I've already had a restaurant and that's the business I came out of before I started doing the vape stuff. Are you going to be cooking at this? No, okay. no. Br- All right. Bridget might be. I'm not the All kitchen right. guy. Yeah, All right. yeah. You need food, you talk to Bridget. See, I you learned need- some... I learned something new about you all the time. Who knew the guy who owned the vape shop used to be a restaurateur and was opening a wine bar? Like, that's pretty... Who knew that until they listened to the EP podcast today? That's all I'm saying. My wife and my neighbors. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so we, we, we decided on this because we really saw that there was a need. Um, obviously, like, there's a lot of breweries and, like, bar bars around. I'm 39 years old. I don't want to go to a loud bar all the time. Like I, I go out to have dinner. I want somewhere to go where, you know, we can all just enjoy it and it's not oppressive. So we, re- we really saw a need for it. Um, it's something that we're both very interested in. We're typically wine drinkers to begin with. So we saw an opportunity and we're going to, we're going to do it the best we can. I think it's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Remember the link to the survey that Reed was talking about is sitting inside of the show notes and coming soon, do you have a name for it yet or no? Spoke and Vine. Spoke and Vine. Bottle shop and wine bar. That That's awesome. Yeah. It's really, is it Spoke and Vine because of the, uh, the biking thing that you do? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bike thing. Check out the Ride Evergreen Park Facebook group. Uh, they're big, they're big bicyclists. We're trying. And we'll so they've got that year. going for them. They've got wine going for them. They've got cool clouds going for them. They've got this economic development survey going for them. Reed Nuttall, one of those guys in Evergreen Park, he and his wife Bridget, who are 
so entwined in things going on around here, you might not have uh, realized it. And uh, he's a good dude as well. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate you. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nude is basement. Broadcast basement. The nudist basement The broad basement Slancha The EP Podcast Heard everywhere podcasts can be found And always at the eppodcast.com